This is Dr. Benny Tate, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this week's message at Rock Springs Church. Wherever you are, I hope this message encourages you and helps you grow in your walk with God. Here's this week's message from Rock Springs Church. I I want us to take our copy of God's Word. We're going to go to Matthew, Matthew chapter 1. Folks, there's 567 different names for Jesus. Jesus, just the mention of his name, is like fire in winter cold. It's like pure, precious gold. Jesus, just the mention of his name. His name should be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. But I want, us, I want us to look at a name of Jesus that's only mentioned three times in the Bible. Two times in the book of Isaiah and then right here in Matthew chapter 1. Look what it says. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth the son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us. God with us. Let us pray. Lord, as we bow our heads and hearts in your presence, I want to thank you first of all that in every service this Christmas Eve, people have given their lives to you. God, I pray today in this service that very same thing happens that people give their lives to you and god for all you do we're going to praise you for we pray this in jesus name amen you may be seated i want to talk to you about the greatest christmas gift the greatest christmas gift billy was a young boy and Billy wanted a bicycle. And Billy told uh, mom, he said, I want a bicycle. That's, that, I just want a bicycle. He was just persistent. He wanted a bicycle. And uh, his mother said, Billy, it's not enough just to want a bicycle. Said, Billy, you've, you've got to pray. Now you've got to, you've got to pray and you've got to ask Jesus to send you that bicycle. So they went to their rooms that night and Billy started praying. And this is what Billy said. Billy said real loud, God, give me a bicycle. God, give me a bicycle. God, give me a bicycle. And his mother heard that. And she ran down to his room. She said, now, Billy, you got to understand something. God is not deaf. And he said, I know, Mama, but Daddy is. Amen. But Daddy is. One little boy, he, 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 he wanted a watch. He, he wanted a watch and he, just, he was just persistent that he wanted that watch. And his parents said, we just don't want to hear any more about the watch. We just, we're just tired of hearing about the watch. And you need to understand Christmas is not about you. That Christmas is about others anyway. It's not about you getting, it's about other people. And we, we don't want it to be all about you. So just drop it about that watch. We don't want to hear anything else about that watch. So that night they went to dinner and uh, the father said, 
let's pray. And that little boy said, uh, do you mind if I ask the blessing? Dad said, it's working. Said, it's working. He's getting his mind off himself. He's getting his mind on others. He said, no, no, no. Uh, he said, you, you certainly can ask the blessing over the food. He said, well, Dad, do you mind before I ask the blessing over the food, if I share a scripture? He said, you most certainly can. He said, you can share a scripture. And he shared Mark 13, verse 37. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Well, this year, this year, ladies and gentlemen, Americans will spend almost $700 billion on Christmas. Almost $700 billion buying Christmas. But I want you to know something, folks. The greatest, the greatest Christmas gift ever given was Jesus. Amen? Jesus is the greatest Christmas gift. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. I'm so glad it's Christmas. All the tinsels and lights and presents are nice, but the real gift is you. Happy birthday, Jesus. Jesus, I love you. Can we give him praise? You got to understand something. Christmas is about God coming to earth. It's about God coming to earth. See, John 1.14 says this. And the word was made flesh and he dwelt among us. What does that mean, preacher? Here's what it means, folks. God became like us. God became like us. You say, what do you mean? Jesus became like us? Yes. Because Luke 2, 7 says he was born. He was in a mother's womb. He was born just like we were born. But folks, not only was he born, but he grew. Luke 2.52 says he increased in wisdom and stature. That means his cognitive, mental capacity. I can't put my mind around that, but even his mental capacity progressed. He grew. Not only folks... Did he grow, but he got tired. The Bible says in John 4, 6, he was wearied from the journey. He got tired, just like we get tired. And in John 19, verse 28, he got thirsty, just like we get thirsty. Let me tell you something. He had high times, but he had low times. The reason why I know he had low times is John 11 verse 35 says he wept just like us. He, this is good news for me, he got angry. 
John 2, 15, he got angry, just like us. And to show you folks, he was just like us. According to the book of Luke, chapter 23, verse 46, he died just like us. See, you've got to understand something. Jesus was 100% God, but he was 100% human. He was 100% God, but he was 100% human. And even in heaven, he's God, but he's still got nail-scarred hands because he became just like us so he could understand us. He was tempted in all points like we are, yet without sin. He became like us, but his name Emmanuel says, he's with us. What's Christmas about? Christmas is about God is with us. God is with us. The Son of God became the Son of Man that the sons of men might become the sons of God. He is with us. Now wait. Here's what I want to say. I'm going to be done in 10 minutes. That's the real miracle of Christmas. Get this, folks. This Christmas, he's Emmanuel. He is with us in our service. He's with us in our service. Whatever capacity in which you serve, it's a great privilege to serve. If serving is beneath you, leading is above you. But in whatever capacity you serve, sometimes we get weary. We don't get tired of the way, but I'll tell you folks, sometimes we get tired in the way. But I want you to know in your service, God is with you. In your service, God is with you. There was a man in the Bible his name was Moses. The Bible says this. God said, Moses, I want you to lead my people out of the bondage of the Egyptians. And Moses said in Exodus 3 and 11, who am I that I should go into Pharaoh and I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? Who am I? I I'm, I'm, I'm weary, I'm tired. And I love what the Bible says. I will be with thee. I will be with thee. You hear me on this Christmas. Somebody said, Pastor Benny, we need self-confidence. No, we don't. We need God confidence. We need God confidence. We need God confidence that God is with us when we want to throw in the towel, when we want to quit. God is with us in our service I want you to know something else. 
God is with you in your sorrow. Forty-five percent of Americans said, I dread Christmas. And the reason why 45% of Americans dread Christmas is because many of them have had loss. It could be the loss of a relationship. It could be the loss of marriage. It could be the loss of a loved one. It could be the loss of a reputation. It could be the loss of a job. It could be the loss of your health. But they've had loss. The Bible says this in Psalms 34, 18. God is near. The Lord is nigh to them that are of broken heart. The Lord is nigh to them that are of broken heart. What does that tell us? That tells us that he is Emmanuel. That he is with us in our sorrow. That he is with us in our loss. That he is with us in our difficult times. That God doesn't abandon us during difficult times. But ladies and gentlemen, God is with us. He's Emmanuel. I had a man in our church one time. He was an older man. His name was Fred. He said, Pastor, I want you to pray. He said, my son's battling cancer. And we prayed. And I started to say his son lost the fight. But perhaps his son won the fight. But he went to heaven. And what I've learned about God, folks, sometimes God takes us away from cancer and sometimes God takes the cancer away from us. But he went to heaven. Mr. Fred came to me about his son, Fred, and he said, Preacher, I want you to pray. Because this is his wife's first Christmas. And you just really pray with me. Because it's going to be hard on her. About two days after Christmas, Mr. Fred called me. He said, let me tell you what happened. He said, on Christmas Day, she got a text. I said, tell me about it. He said, it was a text from Freddie that apparently was caught up in the cyberspace for three weeks. And it delivered to her phone on Christmas Day. And the text said, I'm all right. I'm feeling much better. Love, Freddie. You said, Pastor Benny, that was coincidental. You believe what you want to believe. I believe God was saying to that precious wife, Freddie's with you. But more than that, I am with you. His name is Emmanuel, ladies and gentlemen. I just want you to know that he's with us in our service and he's with us in our sorrow. But also, he's with us in our stumbles. He's with us in our stumbles. You say, preacher, I used to serve the Lord. Well, let me say something, folks. There's so much bad in the best of us, and there's so much good in the worst of us, it hardly behooves any of us to talk about the rest of us. 
Pastor Benny, I used to really serve. I was in the church and, and, and I did this and, 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 and the Lord had me doing that and, and, and God had me involved. And, and, and now I'm just, Pastor Benny, I, you don't understand. I messed up. Well, friend, you don't understand. Romans 11 and 29 says, for the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. What does that mean? <laughs> that means before you stumbled, God had you doing something. And what that means, God is saying, I haven't changed my mind about you. I haven't changed my mind about you. I haven't changed my mind about you. I still believe in you. I've still got a purpose for you. I haven't changed my mind about you. Oh, glory be to God. He's Emmanuel. Even in our stumbles, he's still with us. Wait. God said, Jonah, you go this way. <laughs> and Jonah did the antithesis. And he went that way. And the Bible says this in Jonah 3 and 1. And the word of the Lord came unto him the second time. Folks, I'm grateful there are second chances and third chances and fourth chances and fifth chances. I'm grateful that God doesn't throw away the clay, that God wants to mold it again and use our lives. And he's Emmanuel even in our stumbles. He's Emmanuel in our service, in our sorrow, in our stumbles. And lastly, he's Emmanuel in our searching. In our searching. Let me explain. Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 says, God put eternity in our hearts. Now look, because God put eternity in your heart, fame won't satisfy it. 14 vacations won't satisfy it. That illicit lifestyle won't satisfy it. Another relationship's not gonna satisfy it. You can get more degrees than a thermometer, that's not gonna satisfy it. You can go out and do this and do that. And I got, I went out on the town and I got high. Let me tell you something. There's no high like the most high. You can buy this and you can go there. You can do that. And you can try anything you want to try, ladies and gentlemen. But God put eternity in your hearts. So take one more trip. And you'll need one more trip. And have one more sexual escapade. And you'll need one more sexual escapade. And watch one more episode of pornography. And you'll need one more episode of pornography. Because God put eternity in your heart. He put a God-sized vacuum. And only God can fill that vacuum. Only God can satisfy. Only Jesus can feel that emptiness in your heart. He that love of silver shall not be satisfied with silver. 
nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is all vanity. See, you're searching, but I've got good news. God is searching too. God is searching too. Luke 19 and 10 says, for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. I read an ad in the newspaper. This is what it said. Lost dog, lost dog. Brown fur, some of the furs missing due to mange. Blind in one eye, totally deaf. Lame leg due to a recent, recent traffic accident. The dog has arthritis, but wait. It responds to the name Lucky. Get this. The dog was lucky because somebody was looking for it. Because somebody was looking for it. He was 15. She was 14. They were madly in love all through high school. True story. They graduated high school and got married. And four years later, they had three children. But what started out as ideal, there arose an ordeal and then she was looking for a new deal. She got involved in some things that she shouldn't have been involved in. And decided she didn't want to be there anymore. She took those three children, true story, to her mother's house and got in her car and left. She would periodically call back home and check on the children. And every time she'd call back home and check on those children, that husband would say, please come home. Please come home. Please come home. And she never came home. And he hired a private investigator to find out where she was. And she was in Des Moines, Iowa, in the worst part of town, in a cheap hotel. And that investigator said, we've located her. And that husband said, I'm going to go find her. He drove hours and hours and hours. He said, I was processing in my mind what I was going to say to her. I was processing. I got there and I found out she was on the third floor. And I went up and I knocked on the room door. And she came to the door. He said she looked so bad. She had lost so much weight. 
He said, I was rehearsing what I was going to say. But when I saw her, I just started crying. I just cried. And I looked at her and I said, go home with me. Go home with me. She said, okay. She started putting her clothes in the suitcase. He said she put her clothes in the suitcase. We got to the bottom of the stairs. I put her suitcase in the vehicle. We got into the vehicle and I looked at her and I said, I begged you a hundred times to come home. I begged you a hundred times to come home. But you never came home. He said, why are you coming with me now? She said, yes, you begged me to come home. But she said, it was just words until you came. It was just words until you came. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not just words. He came. He came. He came. It's not just words. He came. He is Emmanuel. God with us. And he's with us in our service. And he's with us in our sorrow. And he's with us in our stumbles. And he's with us in our searching. Can we stand our feet and give him praise that he is Emmanuel? Thank you for joining us for this week's message from Rock Springs Church. If you would like more information about Rock Springs, be sure to follow us on social media or connect with us at rockspringsonline.com. Join us right here next week for another message from Rock Springs Church.